to Je Ne Sais Quoi. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ada, and we're your hosts. Today Woo. we have a very special guest. Welcome to the show, Savvy. Wow, thank Hi. you. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> hey, Savvy. So in a minute, we'll ask Savvy to tell us about herself, but we just thought of Savvy right away when we were thinking of episode ideas because she's an amazing human and she has so many things to say and that we all want to hear. So how how have you been doing? How tell us about yourself. <laughs> I I've been doing good actually. I mean quarantine's been really hard. It's been there's been a lot of changes to every, almost every aspect of my life, but a lot of the stuff that I'm interested in, I've been able to continue, like activism, like I've tried to keep in the loop with current events and do art and poetry and some of the stuff that like brings me joy, like spending time with friends. That's so nice. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you've been doing the things that set your soul on fire because it's so hard when everything feels different in quarantine. I also wanted to say something before, like Ada was just praising Savvy and I just want to chime in and say, I know a lot of people definitely, including me, like look up to you, Savvy. I see you post stuff. And then like, I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of people that post stuff that I always like, try to make sure because I like trust it and I feel like there's always a point in reading it and like whenever I see you repost stuff like I always check it out and it's just like seeing your you know little story your little profile pop up is always oh you know so nice that's so nice oh my god both of you are just like so excellent such beautiful <laughs> humans oh my god uh. oh Kind of strange to think that the main way that we've been in contact for many months has been through Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. Like, I, I do agree with Michelle. I feel like I can always critical thinking as well. But I can kind of trust things that you say on Instagram. And I think you share things very thoughtfully and, like, a good amount. Like, how would you say, what's your relationship with Instagram? in general and then also like kind of activism or being political on Instagram I feel like like for me I don't really I don't think about it like in the moment when I'm like posting things but usually yeah it's not the view of set is so nice oh my god but also I'm trying to think like I don't really put much I feel like like it's not my original stuff like I'm always learning from other people not taking information but that's where I get my information from like it's not my original stuff but also I feel like Instagram is like something you don't really think about when you're doing it in the moment but then later on you reflect and you're like oh wow like I spent so much time like adding stories and like making things look like nice and symmetrical I totally that. 
No, I totally feel that, like, what you're saying. Like, in the moment, I think it's just, like, yeah, I'm posting this. You know, you don't think much. You don't think twice about it. And then after, like, if you review your stories or see who sees it, you're like, oh, so, um, I, like, I posted this. And then I feel like <laughs> I reread this stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And then, you know, you see the same posts and, like, the circulating ones and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's fun. Like, I think it's nice that you say that you a lot of your posts or your information from other people and I think that's kind of like in a way all of when I think about it all of my opinions and like everything I've really borrowed from people who I look up to and respect and who teach me things and at the beginning of like a few months ago when everything started with Black Lives Matter being like really viral um after the murder of George Floyd, I was really like annoyed in or I was not annoyed about that. I was annoyed because I felt like everything was an echo chamber and mm-hmm. people were just like going on my stories because I was like, oh well, I this is my responsibility. Like I need to see this as a white person. Like I need to understand. But then I wasn't doing anything productive. Like I just like going going and feeling the same like traumatic things over and over and I was like oh like why aren't people like sharing their own things but I feel like in a way it's like impossible to share like it's a collective idea I think it's so beautiful to like express that you're learning from other people and like changing your opinions because of that mm-hmm. I, I also no. feel like Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I want to hear what you have to say. Okay. I also feel like Instagram is such a useful tool with, like, spreading awareness. Like, you were saying, like, sharing the messages, like, getting things to go viral and get a lot of people to see it. But I think it's also really limited. Like, at a certain point, the people who want to see something will have seen it. And then the people who need to see it they won't see it. So like, yeah, there's a there's a really hard limit to like how far you can push things through social media. And I think that's like something to keep in mind, because I feel like all the time I'm like, okay, yeah, I got to post on my story. And it's taking up so much of my energy. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, I could be spending my time like doing stuff that I know will like actually make a difference instead of just like, sharing stuff to my bubble of people who probably have the same information might have already seen what I'm sharing Mm -hmm. I was going to add in like what I was saying like I totally feel that too and also like the guilt around it I I feel that a lot and recently um I mean over the last few months especially but like you go and you see all these posts and you tap and you know you've read it and you're just seeing the same thing again, and then you, like, log off Instagram, you go off and continue your day, and then it's, like, there's people that genuinely, like, care about it and want to do more, but then other people are just, like, and, like, don't care, like, they're, like, whatever, and it's, like, and then it annoys me, too, like, the people I know probably posted, like, that, like, Blackout Tuesday, like, the little black square, and that was it, And it just, there's so many things going on. It's like, am I judging people for this? Like, what is going on? And there's so much emotional and just like everything, it like drains out so much out of you. And like, how do you deal with that? I mean, like everyone's learning and it's, 
everyone takes it in differently, I guess. But like, what have you found like ways to, I don't know, think about it in a neutral way or like, don't be so hard on yourself about it? Yeah, I feel like kind of it it's so interesting because social media it's like viewed as this Mm -hmm. thing where like all of this like stuff happens you can use it for such good things but then it's just sucking up all of the energy Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's like something to reflect on like it's a hard question like I don't (laughs) even know like I bet like so many owls are like I don't know it's like it's annoying almost to think about it like how do you react in a way and then I get so upset mm-hmm. and then I later find out or like I later realize like I'm thinking why am I so upset or I feel almost like triggered by different things mm-hmm. where is that coming from like from social yeah. media and what I'm seeing and it's just it's super overwhelming it's like a big pressure to just be like constantly doing this 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 on social media and then it's just like burnout but not like burnout from actually doing like stuff stuff Mm -hmm. I don't know but it's still burnout all the same it's just like yeah it's like a slow fizzle like you don't even realize you're burning out literally right now I have my phone beside me and I just got an email of like Tampa police tried to disappear this black and then it like cuts off oh and I'm just like god. oh my god like it's just like a constant bombardment of, yeah yeah and I've even had that feeling before of like you know you like log on to your Instagram for one hour turn off your phone and you're like oh that's it um mm-hmm. activism done for the day check but <laughs> I guess to add on to Michelle's question is like how do you you know t- like have your stepping stone of Instagram and then transfer that into the real world mm-hmm. yeah that's true and that's something that like recently I've struggled with so much because I've just been getting consumed by Instagram and then I feel guilty for like, not doing the stuff that like I know I could be doing but I don't have the energy to do that anymore or I'm just like too overwhelmed like you know when you see so many different things And then you just, like, realize, like, oh, my God, I, like, can't think about anything else except for this. Yeah, I have to work on that so much. Because it's, like, how do you move your time away from Instagram while also, like, not feeling really down about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a hard one to tackle. someone who I look at your profile and I think you have it all under control you're you're doing it all and then to hear you say and also like to hear you say that you're working on that I think is really in a way good like I don't think there's shame or like there shouldn't be so much shame around saying that because like I think everyone struggles with that in a way like this is like designed Instagram is designed to be like this where it sucks away our time and like learns information about us so it's not just a mistake and mm-hmm. yeah it can be so hard there's so many complicated emotions and feelings mm-hmm. and histories that come along with all the information too and yeah a lot of it can get lost so to hear you say that I think is amazing in some ways though I feel like so 
guilty sometimes that like because because some people have told me like both of you have told me you look up to me but then I look up to both of you and then like it's hard it's so hard because I don't want people to think that like I'm put together or like I'm doing so like I don't want to make it look like I'm doing more than what I'm actually doing because mm-hmm. right now I'm actually not doing that much and like it's hard because I also don't want to like just stop like mm-hmm. on Instagram yeah. I don't know <laughs> in imposter syndrome from our first episode oh my god yeah I feel like every episode we're gonna say that but yeah how do you feel about like I feel like you've been you've been getting attention recently like I've noticed you had an article with Elle and lots of cool interviews like do you think is that like hard for you because you struggle with people looking up to you or I think everyone struggles with that Mm -hmm. like feeling or like if people don't see you as human or like taking a break how does that change things for you? I actually felt like so shitty after the L magazine thing came out. I read it and then I was like, I'm beside these incredible people who have like so much work that they're doing. And then I'm like, what what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I with Autumn Peltier? And then like um, Larissa Speaks, she's doing so much work. And I'm like, thinking like shoot now people are gonna read this and they're gonna think that like I'm someone who's like these people but they're just like people I look up to you know so it's Mm -hmm. it's hard (laughs) I mean if you look up to us but I don't know we're not like these people but like you're you're amazing like you're you're allowed to take breaks I think that's Mm -hmm. such a like since I've started I think during quarantine it was funny because I think that was like when a lot of like accessibility problems came up with people like not being able to keep like organizing in the community but like because of my privileges it was actually like a window for me to get into more organizing and thanks to you like even if you're not doing the direct things you're bringing people to it like you've definitely brought me to like be more like think more about like my political opinions like try to organize more in the community like I like ask you a lot of questions and you always are so supportive so but yeah so I've been getting more involved and I I noticed that with September coming and the three of us going back to school I'm starting to get a little bit worried because I feel like I just started to dabble my toes in this and come the fall I want to also be involved with things at school and I really don't have a sense of what my course load will be like and I'm just starting to actually get quite nervous about pulling back from the organizing I've gotten involved in because I feel like it's not enough and like I want to do so much more so I feel that too like how can we work more of a like I think everyone is talking about this now with organizing but how can we make it more fluid and more like easy to take breaks and like 
prevent burnout because that's such a big thing. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I don't even know, like, how I, because I'm finding it hard in the summer Mm -hmm. to organize and to be involved. So I don't know what's going to happen in the fall, like, when I also have, like, courses and it's not, it's not like free time all the time. And I'm also starting to realize, yeah, like, how do, because in, I remember in, like, January and, like, in the school year, that was, like, a time where I was, like, actually, like, organizing, like, actually doing what I feel was, like, enough in the moment, like, around what sewed in and, like, all the school stuff. And now I'm looking back and I was at school full time. I was like taking care of Monty Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we had just gotten him and he was 10 weeks old. Um, Like I was coming home from school and just like taking care of him and then doing homework like later. Like I don't know how I was doing that, but I was doing it and I was like satisfied. Like, you know, that feeling when you're like, I'm happy with what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but I haven't felt that way since. So maybe what happened was like, I, I got really burnt out after that or like, I don't know. And then I just like, don't know how to actually get back into it. But I guess it's like looking at like, ourselves and like the patterns that we have like for example for me I guess it was just like complete exhaustion but then I thought it was something else but like looking at how we see the signs of burnout in ourselves and how we make sure that we're not getting to a point where we can't do it anymore but then also like maybe communicating with each other about where we're at like you know that whole thing with like like you won't do something for yourself but you'll do it for other people yeah like I could be noticing that like I'm like gonna be so exhausted and not be able to do anything for like a whole month and I'll be like whatever like I'll just keep doing this but if someone comes to me and they're like saying the exact same thing I will be like I am here for you like do what you need to do, like, do not let your body shut down and whatever. So, like, how do we make it so that it's not, like, it's a mutual response, Mm -hmm. like, it's, like, more of a community thing, I guess? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, communication, I think, with yourself, but also other people is so key in, like, every possible way, but also... Oh my god, my thought just like came in and came out. Like what was I going to say? <laughs> I you hate burning out. You <laughs> had such a passionate thought that it just burned it out just, of your head. <laughs> went out the window. Um, okay, wait, it'll come back to me. What the yeah. heck? Yeah. <laughs> no, it will come back. Come on, I think stop. our energy like the energy and what initially brought you to organizing is you know we love to talk about renewable energy for the (laughs) environment but it's I think our energy and our passion for organizing and for social justice 
is renewable. And if we're able to have that sense of community and kind of treat ourselves as you would treat others, maybe we can renew it more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Gotta love that renewable energy. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I love that comparison. That is yeah. so that's so good. I think I kind of remember it. Like, maybe once I start talking about it, it'll, like, remind me. But I think it's really nice hearing what you're saying, Savi, because I feel like, obviously, like, going back to social media, you see what people post. I mean, you don't see the face behind there, what someone's going through. Exactly. And I think talking, I mean, virtually on Skype here is, like, so nice to see your beautiful face and everything. But it's just nice to hear it. And it's, like, so genuine. And it's in real time and it's not through, I mean, it's through a screen right now, but I can like see you <laughs> happening. And, and there's like so much involved in like, I, you don't know where the person's coming from, whoever is like post or like, there's so yeah. much to do with it. And like hearing you say all this is like weirdly reassuring or something. Like I don't, yeah. like, it's, it's, you know what it's like, sorry to interrupt, but it's like when we had did our episode heavy mental and afterwards people were coming to me and saying I relate so much to your experience and I I was like about to respond and say oh that's amazing like thank you so much and then I had to like stop myself and think like wait uh, that's awful I'm so sorry (laughs) for you because I went through that same um like you do you know like it's not it's terrible to go through but it's so comforting to hear and I love to hear exactly. it mm-hmm. it's like validating it's knowing so validating that, like other people are like in the same situation as you and it's actually like really interesting to to know that like most people I'm pretty sure have at least like some experiences with like this stuff and like it's not it's not so obscure and like uncommon as we convince ourselves it is Mm -hmm. and like to feel seen is I think like one of the best feelings and yeah like I received such a nice message from a friend from camp who lives in France you know we've been we're like international baby (laughs) and like seeing the message and like she was saying how like she's experienced it and hearing us talk about it like whatever it is throughout the few episodes and I think especially with this one it's just so like comforting to see it but also it's like yeah sad that this is such a problem that's like going it's not a problem it's just something that's like pretty universal but like I feel like not enough people talk about the emotional side of it and like what that does to like your mental health and to your brain and like you wonder why you can't fall asleep at night like I wonder if it's just Mm -hmm. from going on Instagram all the time seeing everything like all the emotions running through you and like like what the heck do you do and like try to tell yourself to calm down like I'm like why am I freaking out like calm down Michelle Mm -hmm. but it's such a it's like and I think like just talking about it is one of the best things and then hearing people out and just like hearing you say all this stuff I'm like oh my god like, I'm feeling the same. I feel like Ad is feeling the same. And just really talking about it, like, not just through texting or whatever it is, is so, like, comforting. It's so weird to say that, mm-hmm. but it's true. It's true, especially since, like, for the past few months, like, social media has been, like, the way of communication. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it 
gets so like hard because you're not actually having real conversations like you can't you can't have a real conversation through text like you never know like what the other person is like thinking or like what they're actually like trying to say you know so Mm -hmm. many things left unsaid yeah this is like something I've been thinking about a lot recently and just relating to to the kind of echo chamber thing that's on social media when there's that constant echo chamber, which I think for things like Me Too or Black Lives Matter can be so empowering and so, like, just powerful, mm-hmm. it can almost have, like, a strange effect, which I recently realized it had on me, which is that when I encounter someone with a different opinion, it's so much more jarring and so much more, like, emotionally, like, it takes a toll. And I had an yes. experience a few weeks ago which I'm sorry for like literally telling you about this like seven times Michelle but I literally like (laughs) I was like not the same for days after this like I basically did something um on Instagram that was I thought like a pretty because of the echo chamber thing I think it also which is like another great thing about it it kind of makes you have more radical opinions because Mm -hmm. you feel like it's more like the norm and it's kind of almost weird to not have those opinions when it's in your circle. Mm -hmm. So I had someone comment something on an Instagram post I made um, about Black Lives Matter and they just commented something that I thought was very insensitive and I decided to DM them and I kind of went a little bit overboard with my rant maybe I thought I said like a lot of things that like for sure they'd be like oh I'm so sorry like I never meant to say that like you're totally right because to me my points were so valid but then we basically were having this like match of like opposite opinions and I was like oh this is fine like I'm doing my part as a white woman like I need to like have this conversation you know like this is my emotional labor I need to do and like it won't affect me that much it's fine and then in the end like we just I think we just both came away with like even stronger opinions but I don't even know if it was a good thing because I was just so like I I don't know I felt very weakened by it and I feel like it almost I don't know if it like contributed to me on the way to burning out or if it made my flame stronger But it's just, like, when there's constantly the same opinion, it's so strange, especially on social media, when you can't see someone face-to-face and, like, really process your thoughts. It's so difficult. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, there have been – I've had some situations like that. And, like, it's almost like it feels like the end of the world. Like, like for me, like, when I either, like – I don't get it as much because I've blocked a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but like, like in the past, like a while ago, um, probably in like, yeah, January or February, I got a couple of those and I felt like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? This is like such a big deal. Like this person is like, they have a different opinion and I have to change their mind like and then it's putting like all of that pressure on yourself mm-hmm. and then you realize that like 
you don't realize it in the moment but then like once you like send your message you're like oh my god what did I just do and like there's so much like regret after the whole ordeal happens because Mm -hmm. you're like I shouldn't have even like said like well not said anything because obviously every situation is different but for some of mine I was like realized this person does not want to actually have a conversation they're just trying to troll me basically and I'm putting all this energy and giving them exactly Mm -hmm. what they want and then making myself feel like shit exactly (laughs) it's so bad and like you don't realize how much they're like taking away from you Mm -hmm. I I I totally feel that talking to relatives that maybe don't have the same views and opinions Mm -hmm. as you and it's like not you're not trying to convince them but you're trying to somewhat educate them and if they say some like corrupt idea like the other day someone said something that I was like how and then I get so frustrated and I get so mad and like my heart's beating so fast and I'm Mm -hmm. like I say like crazy things like I've come up with this thing. It's like, your aura is disgusting. How can you even <laughs> say that? And like, I know it gets like bad. And then I like, like, there's this part of me that I'm like, I didn't even know that was inside of me. And I get so fueled by it. And then it's like, I'm not helping. You know, I feel like me being like upset about it just makes it worse. And I try to be like calm and say like, because I feel like once you get really upset, what you're trying trying to talk about kind of goes away and it's just more being upset about it and then I like come Mm. away from them okay like calm down and I'm like what just happened how do you like reflect on that or how do you try like I've seen a bunch of posts and like threads on like how to talk to your relatives and whoever around you friends Mm. that don't have the same views as you but it gets like so tiring and there's this like such weird emotion like saying like how do these people not have the same views or how could you just say such corrupt things like I say the word corrupt so many times in the day like this whole like Instagram is corrupt like sometimes I feel that way too and I'm like delete like I cannot stand it Mm -hmm. um and just like a lot of things like all your ideas are corrupt or not all of them obviously whoever but it's it's so draining and it's like yeah. It makes you, like, I reflect afterwards. I'm like, so, like, it really, I feel like a lot of people in this time are reflecting on their life, I guess. Like, having an existential crisis, which, like, no, maybe that's a bit extreme, but, like, ha- like really thinking yeah. through everything. I think a pandemic yeah. is a great time yeah. for an existential crisis. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. And it, it's just, like, how do you come away from that? I'm still, like, I feel like I just made things worse. Or now, like, I'll remember this in the future. Like, in the future, I'll be, like, so what came out of that, you know? And it wasn't helpful at all. And it wasn't, like, I, I just don't know how to feel about anything, it seems like, anymore. No, I totally feel that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, like, actually know what you're feeling and like what to do in each situation I feel like yeah after all this time in quarantine I don't actually know like what I'm actually feeling at all anytime and it's hard mm-hmm. and it's I was so hard. 
Yeah, and I just want to point, like, I just remembered this. Like, I have so many saved things. Like, I feel like this is all about, like, talking about Instagram, which is, like, always comes up in a conversation, whatever it is, not political, like, anything. But um, this is from, like, a while ago, or maybe, like, a few months ago in June. Like, it was a repost. Um, Like, I could show you guys, but too bad for the listeners. And, like, I, oh, sorry, like, I don't know. You can't really see it, but basically... Like, I saw Erica Badu post this thing about, like, becoming anti-racist. And there's this, like, arrow being, like, the fear zone, then the learning zone, and then the growth zone. And I often think, like, am I growing from all of this? Like, I really like that it's making me think in different ways. And I've often shied away from a lot of conversations where I'd be like, I can't handle this, you know? And I'm, like, now really realizing, like, you have to go through the uncomfortable things. Like, that's what makes you Mm -hmm. grow. But, and, like, a lot of these things, I'm like, wow, yes, like, preach to, like, a lot of the things I see. But then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm saying that. But now, like, what do I do in my life that I can, that makes those things happen? It's just, it's the balance of it all is just. Yeah, yeah again overwhelming and I'm finding like a lot of things just overwhelming especially with the time of year it is now and like and like literally next week is September oh my god no but that's just wild so yeah I just want to that up wow thank goodness that we have music oh (laughs) yes yeah and that we have all these wonderful things we have art Actually, I was about to ask for our song, but then I remembered we need to talk about something else, which is speaking of art that Savvy makes is she started a business. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. I wouldn't even call it like a business at this point. It's just like trying to find a way to do something with my time and make it somewhat enjoyable but also like have like a purpose a bigger purpose behind it I make earrings now Woo! yeah and they're so so beautiful and we'll put the link below and it goes to a very good cause 50% of proceeds go to Climate Justice Toronto's Black and Indigenous Solidarity Care Fund Yes. Oh, you do have to go on Instagram to buy the earrings, but maybe you can have your one hour of Instagram, <laughs> buy a pair of earrings, and know that 50% of it went to this fund, oh, and maybe yeah. that was your activism for the day, and maybe tomorrow you could do something else. So you can check down below for that, but Savvy, what's a song that you've been listening to lately? Okay, so I've been really trying to, like, focus my... Something that is like kind of an another enjoyable little project for me, or not a project, but just like a thing I like to do is like try to make as much of my music that I'm listening to end up being like black queer artists, racialized queer artists. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of that, but my song is by Willow, like Willow Smith, who's queer, by the way. And it's called Female Energy Part 2. And I really like it. It's so beautiful. And just like, I can 
lie in my bed and listen to it and just feel like really peaceful and oh, happy. That's the best. That's the best mm-hmm. feeling. What's um, your suggestion, Ada? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to, well, I guess I'll follow in your theme, although I don't know the sexual orientation of this artist, but I've really been enjoying the album Kiki by Kiana Lede. And I really like this song from it called Plenty More. And this is kind of weird, but it reminds me of like a more grown up version of I Don't Care by like, you know, like, I crashed my car into a bridge. Oh, like yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just like a part of her throwing her like ex's stuff out the window or something. So it kind of reminds me of that. Ooh, but I love that. That is my song. What about you, Michelle? Um, okay, so I like thought of one particular song that I that I really, really enjoyed a lot last year and it was um I think by Tyler the Creator. Which yes. like I really have to get into like his whole discography because I love his music and I like that particular song off the album was so good and I've like listened to it before and it never gets boring. But now yeah. I feel like that was like an older song. I like I, I don't know if I'm gonna be doing this every episode where there's like two songs I can't choose from and I'll just like include it and you know, it's <laughs> gonna be one song. But then the song that like I've been really listening to and it just I love when the song like progress every listen, it seems like it gets better and I was literally listening like I had it queued up um before our conversation and I was listening to it and it's called Best to You by Blood Orange. <gasps> Oh my god, yes. And Michelle, I, I love Blood Orange. I know, like I haven't even my gone, favorite. I haven't even gone into them much, but that song somehow popped up. I think I was listening to a playlist and I th- heard this and I was like, this is so good. Like I need to listen to the rest of their music because this song is such a such a good good song. So, yeah. I think a bit about them, Dev Hines is like the singer and he is queer and black. Oh my God! So yes, fit the theme. Whoa, the theme so well. Wow, I have some new music to listen to. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, me too. And thank you so so much, Savvy, for coming on this podcast mm-hmm. and being raw and real and oh. fantastic. Yeah, this is oh such my a God. great conversation. This is so good yeah and thank you wait. so much both of you yeah yeah no I was just gonna quick thing which would be so cool would be like doing a part two to this like we're thinking for other episodes as well to see how it will be in like half a year or like do you think that would be a good idea I don't like to do that oh like, yeah you that know, would be so cool to see where we're oh, at yeah, yeah. Oh, and by then, both of you will have so much like not viewers, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your ears and you'll have open a whole for fan base. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Okay, well thank you okay. so so much. Bye. Thank you. Oh my god. Bye.